Gospel Message is brought to you by the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. strength of his people the light on the inside of us the Lord is deserving of all praise and honor hallelujah thank you Lord we ask that you accept our worship this morning Lord let a memorial be raised for it in heaven and look down upon us with a face of smile and favor as we proceed in this morning's worship service we pray Lord we will hear clearly from you and the strength to do according to what you desire shall be given to us thank you eternal father in Jesus name we pray hallelujah please be seated God bless you please be seated spend much time this morning just to give thanks unto God, especially as this is a month of praise and to just encourage our hearts in one or two areas. Um, the song you sang, God is able, what is it again? He said you sang two. What, the first one was hmm? What can't you do? Jesus. Jesus. And then you are able, mighty God. Yeah. Now, the first thing I want to say is that God is not just able. Uh, there are many people that are able, but you still don't get anything from them. So it's easy to say God is able and stop there. I don't want us to stop there. Uh, you're quite aware in your neighborhood, in your family, all around you, there are people who are able to help you, but they've not helped. So ability, thank God, God, and I understand the song, the song is simply saying that there's nothing God cannot do, and that is true. But I want us to always go beyond that anytime we worship God, go beyond the ability of God, Go to the next level. God is not only just able, he's also willing. Because there's a man that came unto Jesus one time and he said, Master, if you will, you can make me whole. What did Jesus say? I am willing. Be thou made whole. And there's a world of difference in the willingness of God to help you. Because many are times when we worship or even pray unto him, we know he could do it. But something within us tells us that we well, might not be able to do my own because of X, Y, Z. Because of my background, because of my sins and errors, because I've not prayed well enough. And so there are many things that we stack up that makes us feel as if God is able. 
In actual fact, the Bible tells me in the book of James chapter 3, it said that, you know, that even the demons believe in God, but they are still not saved. But you know what? God is not just only able, he's not just only willing, there's also something else that God is. Do you know it? He's ready. It's not everyone that is able and willing to do it that is ready to do it. Because sometimes will does not always translate into action. Because if wishes were horses, who will ride? Beggars will ride. If wishes and wills are all that we live by, I'm probably not going to be at this level. Are you probably going to be at that level? We will have gone further than we are. But there is a readiness in God to do for us. So in the last few days of this year, will you please keep this as part of what is always before you? It's not part of the message today. But when we were worshiping God, I just felt that I should share that with you. That please don't always say, God, you are able. And I know there's nothing you cannot do. But I know within me you're also willing because I'm your child. And I am also convinced that you are not only willing to do it, you are ready to do it. And he will perform it for you and I in Jesus' name. So hopefully in the course of this short exhortation, I will also address one or two other things. But let, let, let's just put on the screen first so that I don't want you to lose the message of the ability of God. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20, please. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. Hallelujah. Shall we please read together? I want to go. Who is able to do According to the power that works. Shall we take it one more time? Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that ask or even think. According to the power that works. Can you put the NLT version on the screen please? I hope as you read and listen to this scripture, it will stir something in you. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. And so please let that never depart from before you and work on it. Turn now to Psalm 107 and then we take a couple of verses there. And hopefully we spend time to pray. During the workers' minute this morning, I said, we're going to pray about voice. He still came back to me. We will still do that. We're going to pray about voice. I will explain what I mean by that. Psalms 107. Uh, let's just read verse 8, please. All right? Uh, no, I want it in the old King James Version. One of those very few occasions, the old King James Version, please. Oh, that men will praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Hallelujah. Oh, that men will praise the Lord. The psalmist said it four times in the 43 verses there, if I remember. He said it in verse 8, all that men will praise the Lord. He said it in verse 15, all that men will praise the Lord. He said it in verse 20, all that men will praise the Lord. And he said in verse 21, all that men will praise the Lord. And I think the whole that men will praise the Lord 
I've got two dimensions unto it. The first is the obvious one. is all that men will praise the Lord because of what he has done. And so he listed all those things that God has done for them as the children of Israel. How he took them out of Egypt and took them to where they are. And when the man says, oh, it's like a heart cry of a person who is wondering why men are not praising God. Who is disturbed by the fact that, oh, that you, Jesus Christ used the word sometimes. He said, oh, Jerusalem, that we know the time of your visitation. He said, it's both a cry of regret, a cry of desire, a cry of exasperation. Oh, that men will praise the Lord. And I don't think the psalmist was just throwing words around. He meant it from the bottom of his heart because he himself knew what you can get when you praise the Lord. And he knew what you cannot get or what you will not get when you don't praise the Lord. And so the man, out of a strong emotion, he said, Oh, that men will just praise this God. And he listed the things that they can praise God. But that's not even what I want us to look at this morning. When I look at it, it's not that... All that men will praise the Lord because of what he has done. But it should be all that men will praise the Lord. So that X, Y, and Z can happen. You know the difference? All that men will praise the Lord because. All that men will praise the Lord so that. Are they different? Okay. Uh, programming language. What is, what is that? What we use for that? Repeat until. <laughs> yes. All right. Right. Then, so the because is if then. What about the second one? Wow. You better know how your cash card works. <laughs> because it's all about the programming. So that, and the first so that that I gathered from the scripture and from the story of the children of Israel is that all that men will praise the Lord so that, because if you don't praise the Lord, this so that will not happen or may happen. All that men will praise the Lord so that they will not struggle. Israel struggled. You will not struggle. Struggle is not good. Does anybody have heard of the word aluta continua before? Uh, the, we, we prided ourselves in it. One of, is it Latin? Uh, it's one of the few Latin words with a luta continua. Victoria Asata. You usually don't ask the Victoria Asata. <laughs> Struggle is not good. At least on a perpetual level. We are not made to struggle. If we reverse it back to the Garden of Eden, God created us to struggle. He created us to enjoy what he has created. Children of Israel, they struggled. You know why they struggled? They were murmuring. They never learned the key of praise, which is so crucial and central unto a person that will not struggle. I believe the greatest thing God can do for you is to translate you from a murmurer or a grumbler Unto a praise giver. And God can do it. 
I use my personal example here advisedly. One of the greatest things God did for me when I gave my life to Christ, you know it? It turned me from a certified pessimist onto an imagined optimist. I'm not yet there. But sometimes I look at myself, things that will have worried me years ago, things that I will have said will not work somehow because, because of the new life in Christ Jesus and the continual work he's doing in me, far from being complete, not to any fault of his, is that I do not mourn as I used to mourn. If you are still at that level, he that helped me will help you. It is futile to mourn. Since we've been mourning, it has changed nothing as we changed nothing. And so the first thing that the psalmist was crying out unto you and I is that, oh, that man will praise this God so that struggle will stop in our lives. I beg of you, if your prayer fails, don't let your praise fail. What is that song again? Choir will turn to you because very soon I will call upon you. I do not want to do what? Lose my joy. Uh, how do you sing that? I never lost my, my praise. Yes. I didn't lose my joy. I didn't lose my hope. But most of all, I don't what? Don't lose your praise. Hallelujah. The pressure to lose our praise is very strong. In fact, sometimes you look at yourself and you think that you are not acting in a sane manner. Now, for what you are going through, people expect your head to be bowed. Anyone that wants to keep your head bowed in perpetuity, they are not loving you. Some, they say, don't you think? Some, they have nudged me left, right, and center now and in time past. Thinking at my situation, my circumstance, family, everything. And they are wondering why I'm still keeping my head up, why I'm still not bothered. In fact, some are more concerned for me than I'm concerned for myself. At a stage in my life, a group of friends, they came and they were so concerned for me, they were praying. And I, I didn't know where the strength came from. I said, just like Job. He said, why are you miserable advisors doing here? And I started recounting unto them what God has done for me. I think one of them came for my birthday. And the first time he came, he looked at me and he said, truly, you knew what you were talking at that time. Everything around you will point to the fact that you will lose your praise so that you can continue to struggle. Do you know people are more interested in empathizing with you than rejoicing with you? Do you know it's sweeter to say, oh, sorry, oh, pardon my colloquial English, than to genuinely rejoice with you? It is sweeter. Because deep within them, it means that at least you are below me. Deep within them, at least I'm the one that is doctoring you and possibly lawyering you. You got a case. I'm the one to solve it. He lifts you up because you are the one helping. The true test of your love is when you go and rejoice with someone and you rejoice from the bottom of your heart. Especially when you don't have that thing that the person is rejoicing about. It's hard. It's hard. 
And so don't let us pander to human beings. Don't let anybody determine. The children of Israel, they started looking at themselves even worse than the enemy. We gathered here yesterday. And there are some that probably are wondering, this probably worked well, that didn't work well. And yet, the preponderance of evidence and reports from people is that, wow. Do you know that's also the way your life is? Well, at the same time, you are thinking so much that they are looking at this aspect of my life and they say it's not working well. They could see that I have this challenge, I have that challenge. But deep within people, some of them are wishing, I, even in this area, I wish I can have what you have. Please. Oh, that men will praise the Lord so that they may not struggle. Number two, oh, that men will praise the Lord. The psalmist was crying out. I said, oh, that men will praise the Lord so that the blessing of the Lord may multiply upon them. Oh, that man. Oh, the, if they just know that if they praise this God, what they have in hand, which is just two, it will turn unto four. Four will turn unto sixteen. Oh, that man. If they will just recognize and realize that it's not so much about the prayer of what God, what God has not done, but about the prayer of what God has done and to praise him for who he is, that their blessings will multiply. Oh, that God will change me. I'm preaching to myself. I told you I'm an emerging optimist. Coming from the depth of pessimism. Raised with the idea that everything, every I must be dotted, every T must be crossed. And if there is just an I that has been dotted but the dot is not thick enough, I will lose three nice slips over it. And God is now moving you and I into the place of perpetual praise. Oh, that men will praise the Lord. I looked all around. How blessed we are as a, as a small church that we are. A growing church, I would say. How many probably would have looked at us far from being what we ought to be. Would have looked at us with envy. You know, you have this number of volunteers. And those were the visible volunteers they saw. Those are the visible ones. They put together about the 50 or more of those. You had the children or going to hundreds that came on stage. What about the sanctuary keepers? Who by 11, 12 yesterday, what did you leave? They are, too, they, are too, they are too humble. They won't tell me. Who <laughs> very late yesterday, they turned this all completely around. Belonging to such a group of people Gives me hope in life. I've been in secular organizations before. I was part of the Rotary Club. I was part of the Lions Club. I've, I've worked a little bit. And I know the standard by which secular organizations, they try to run even themselves, doesn't come close to what we have in Christ Jesus. That we can bond together and get things done. Or those that did the decoration over weeks, Coming in and going, not for any amount of money given, just because they wanted to work for this God. You want to talk about those that served us tea yesterday, the hospitality people. 
You want to talk about those that helped us with the technical work. They practically lost sleeps and were so worried. I said, it must go well. And when I ratcheted up, ratcheted up the pressure on them, I was losing more sleep than they were because I know if I made them sad, it will make me happy. And yet, God showed up for us. I've learned to praise God. I've learned to thank him in every situation. I've learned to thank him when the doctors were not being open with me with a little sickness dark in their back in their mind that I can know what they were thinking about. That could be the challenge, could be something incurable. And I just brush it aside. Well, of course, they won't tell me. And because I know we're in the same game together, I just say, Lord, I thank you that I can still walk. I thank you that I have a eternal home, even when it's time to go home. Oh, that men will learn to praise God. And many don't have to want to hear that. I know you, you don't like me saying that, but you know, I've, I've, I've defied death. <laughs> if the Lord tarries, well, looking around, okay, I'll keep that. Even those of you that are older than me, by this mercy, you will come and join me to do my 90 years. So that means you'll be touching 100. And you know what? I will celebrate with you as well. It will not be in bad health. You know, my mind is made up on that. And you get whatever you desire. if If you persistently... And so when the enemy wants to test your resolve sometimes, you will find out. Because I've mouthed it so much. Actually, people have been telling me, slow, slow down, little bit slow down. So I'm not going to slow down. I'm not going to leave the rest of my, by the mercy of the Lord, not because of anything in bad health. There shall be no Zima frame in my house. Yeah. But that's my desire. And there's no come see, come see about it. There's no maybe, maybe not. It's so strong to the extent that Lord is a deal. Is that that or this? Am I arrogant? No. Can a child talk to the father like that? Yes. Ah, so where's my arrogance? If it's my father, and I say, Dad, no, we're not going to have it that way. I stand to tell you, brethren, if you praise him, you get more. Oh, that men should know that when they praise God, more is coming. Number three, very quickly, so that we can find time to worship God and take one or two prayer points. Oh, that men will praise the Lord. So that fear will fear them and favor will find them. So that fear will fear them and favor will find them. Do you want fear to fear you? There are some people, they have past fearing. Fear is fearing them. And when fear is knocking on people's door, they say, don't try him. Because he's a terror unto us. The God of Israel take you over and beyond useless fear. There's only one fear you need. What is that fear? The fear of no other thing should you fear. And that's one of the reasons I don't fear anything by the grace. You should not fear anything. Are you hearing me? Don't fear death. Don't fear sickness. Don't fear cancer. Don't fear anything. Don't fear anything. Just fear God. Don't fear what men can do to you. Don't fear imprisonment. Fear knows where to go. Fear is a spirit. And when you resist a spirit, a spirit goes. And the spirit that cannot stay somewhere is wasting the resources of the kingdom of darkness. 
Satan has not got innumerable you know, numbers of, of demons or, or fallen angels working for you. He has not. It's only God that has innumerable number of angels. And so out of the one thought that he took from heaven, when, when he fought God, they have duties shared. That's why the longer you resist the devil in an area, the more likely the devil will not come back. You repeatedly resist him. That's why he said resist the devil and he will... James chapter 4 verse 7. And so, don't fear fear. Hallelujah. But the only way we will not fear fear is to do what? To praise God. Keep God in sight. Kunle, our brother Kunle was mentioned, I think it was in that we mentioned last week. And I think that's, that's pretty deep. That when we say that God inhabits the praise of his people, I think it was in the message last week, wasn't it? He said... If we then join that to another statement, mathematical statement again, don't give us this one, David, before you turn our head around. But I think that's a combination that you are doing there. If you take a statement that is true, you take another statement that is true, and you bring the two together, you come up with another true statement. Am I correct? All right? So the true statement is that, um, the first one is that God inhabits the... The second true statement is that when God shall arise, all his enemies will... So if God inhabits the praises of people and... When God arises, or when God inhabits, that means he sits on his throne there, isn't it? And so when God arises, what will happen? Your enemy will scatter. And because praise is what will bring God into your situation, then that automatically means you don't need to do too much of casting out and binding. Because all that needs to happen is for God to just arise and the enemies will scatter. May fear fear you. Mm, if you are fear you, I may favor find you. Because many at times we are looking, we are looking for favor. The better position is that for favor to look for you. There are some people that favor is looking for. People just want to favor them. You stop praying about favor, they just want to favor. And all angels believe me, or that all that men will praise the Lord so that favor will find them. Oh, that their attitude will change towards praise. Oh, that they will see God in a new light. And then they will find him in a new way. May that be our portion. May that be the joy of our hearts. In concluding, it's a good thing to praise God. But dare I say that we take our practice from human beings that are less deserving of our praise. A person that does not learn to praise a fellow human being or thank a fellow human being is a liar if he says he's going to thank God. Where did I get that from from Scripture? He said, if you do not love, because the Bible also uses those comparative statements. He said, if you do not love the, your brother that you see, he said, you are a liar if you say what? You love God that you do not see. If you have not mastered praising people around you, then it's much of a ruse to think that you will end up praising God that you do not see. And so it's a decent thing for us to give thanks for one another, which is our usual practice following uh, the big day of our year. And I believe that yesterday, God did marvelous things in an, in an innocuous manner, in a gentle manner, touched many hearts. We shared about the message of what God is doing in the city and how people are encouraged. Some of the messages we are getting back, they point to the fact that, oh, God is, God, God deserves a second look. 
Because usually the church is look at a place in which there's nothing much going on there, but they can see that God is doing much in this church. Hallelujah. And so, it's right for us as we do year in, year out, to applaud God for his wonderful work in each of every one of us. To applaud him, where do we start? For the choir that sang yesterday, God is worthy to be praised. Come on, give him praise. To thank you for all those that play the instrument, practice over and over again. Come and give thanks unto the Lord. For all those that avail of their time to prepare what is there for the hospitality. Come and give God praise. You need to vary your praise. You need to vary it. Might be a shout, might be a stamp. For those who spend hours trying to get this place decorated, come and give him praise. For the children who are hope for our tomorrow, come and celebrate Jesus. Give him praise and adoration for the sanctuary keepers. Hours upon hours, you can do better than that. Thank God, thank God for such a dedicated crop of people. For our ushers who work tirelessly, making sure there was order, there was complete direction in what we did. Thank God, don't do it in a grudgy manner. Do it from the bottom of your heart. Think deeply. Think deeply. If they had not been there, we could not have done it. For the technical team, come and give praise unto God. They work hard. The lighting, the sound, the display. Everything was in order. Come and give thanks unto the Lord for them. Give thanks unto the Lord for all those that help us to put up the structure, the marquee. In the freezing cold, they came. Some, they may not have any department, but they serve the Lord. Give him praise for them for me. Thank God for the children worker. Thank God for them. They are sitting up there now during the Christmas party for them. They don't enter here to do the service with us. But he respected God has been using them mightily. Give God praise. Give him praise. For the drama team. Thank God. Awesome, awesome, awesome presentation. And the new ideas that the Lord has given them. Think deep with me, brother. Think deep with me, sister. And give God all the honor and praise. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, before we continue, we thank you, Lord. Lift your hands to the heavens with Thank you, Jesus. so grateful for all our young people, the teenagers for making them be in your house and visible two of them just came up at short notice they did, they ran perfectly well, the enthusiasm come on give thanks unto the Lord with you bless the Lord with you We serve a great God. 
We have some of our friends that are not necessarily members of the church at this moment. They came by the length of all their skills and expertise to us very freely. Come and give thanks unto the Lord. The Lord has made it possible. Give him honor. Give him adoration.
There were some people who were standing right in the cold day. Despite the fact that we are in the warmth and they never complain for once. We call them the holy police. We want to make a joyful noise unto God for them. Thank God for dedicated men. Hallelujah. You know sometimes, you know sometimes as human beings, we complain sometimes that something that God is doing, not knowing that God is making a statement. I would have loved that throughout yesterday there was no rain at all. But God said that in spite of the rain, in spite of everything, that will be probably the best of all that we have attended. Actually, the attendance, the figures were in, was a lot more than last year. Surprise, surprise. And then that puts into perspective the appreciation of people like the holy police. The ones that week in, week out, they ask you, well, I hope that I stop. Don't park there, I will park. From next Sunday, if they say you should carry your car on your head, please, me they do so. <laughs> if only for that cold and the breezy rain that they were in. Come on, one more time, give glory unto God. we do this thing year in year, there's tendency for me to forget something. The one that I remember last year, I may tend to forget this year. And so my team have been trying to do a make sure pastor. So the papers that are coming forward, please, so we, we have your back. Huh? Some of them I was not going to forget, but thank you for helping me not to. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, all that happened would not have happened without prayer. The prayer chain. The regular day in day our prayer. Give thanks unto the Lord who made it possible. It's a big thing in our eyes. Thank God for their faithfulness in the place of prayer. Thank God for their determination. Many join that to pray even all the hours of the day and our night. We give you glory. We give you honor. Hallelujah. And I know. By the special grace and mercy of the Lord, we shall end this year praising God. Saying there's an unction to speak prophetically to people. And you can only, faith is required at two levels when we're talking of prophecy. It takes faith to prophesy, it takes faith to receive prophecy. So you need to believe that what the Lord is putting in your heart is from Him. And that's why there's a word going on to somebody. That that thing that has been slow thus far, we pick up speed now. And that if you please lift your hands to the heaven, you must have something that has been slow. My own eyes are closed and I'm putting my hand because I want to receive it now. And it's going to be after the manner of Elijah. The Bible says, and the hand of the Lord was upon Elijah. And Elijah ran straight beyond Jezreel and he overtook a chariot. He takes special hand of the Lord. Right now, receive that hand of the Lord over your life in the name of Jesus. And because speed in the name of Jesus. I pick up speed right now. You are picking up speed right now. 
ain't gonna be slow anymore. It's not gonna be slow. So particular people, there are things that are with authorities that have been so delayed and slow before the end of this year. If you will act in faith with me, you will get a contact from them. And that we seem to have been held back for so long, we suddenly be just like that. Just like that. Just like that. In the name of the Lord Jesus. 15 days for God to make this the best year ever for you. Yes, 15 days. Business contracts can be strong. Government papers, you are believing God can be delivered. A child can be conceived. <laughs> a job can be can be given unto somebody. Amen. A healing can take place. I know that. Amen. And so in this next 15 days, you are primed to have this labeled as the best year ever in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. And so shall it be in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, we worship you, our Father. I promise you that we're going to pray one prayer point. I just go and sit down now. This morning, we were discussing that if you don't have a voice, you are powerless. And you need a voice. You need a voice in your place of work. I think it was Ken or someone that testified about that. It was part authority, part voice. You just need to be able to speak and people listen to you. And it's about time for you to have a voice. Amen. It will not be a decoration anymore. Amen. Some people, they are just decoration. They are statistics. They are counting family members. They count them. But they don't have a voice. It's one of the first things the Lord gave me in my family. The last born, by his grace, I have a voice. Amen. You will have a voice. Amen. The meeting will not hold without you. Amen. In your community, you will have a voice. But above all, as a church and as the church of Jesus Christ collectively in this city, we shall have a voice in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let me just check that. Luke 21 verse 15. We pray that and I'll sit down. Hallelujah. There's rumbling for somebody. Rumbling. Something is rumbling, rumbling, rumbling. It's been quiet for so long, but there's something just rocking and rumbling. You know, when when something that is dead is about to rise, when something that is dormant is about to come alive. And what is coming unto me, those of you that are probably old, possibly backward enough, to know the time when we used to start lorries, we call them lorries, with a kick gear. So the thing doesn't start like that. Okay. Better still, many that you've never stepped out of this country you won't relate to that generator. Some of you are experts in generator. There are some people that in other parts of the world they don't know what a generator is. We're talking about a power electric generator. When the thing wants to start, you put it. You know, it's about to start. It's rumbling. And so the Lord asked me to tell you that at the next pool it will start. It will come alive in the name of the Lord Jesus. It will come alive in the name of the Lord. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all, somebody say all, your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. 
I will give you a mouth and uh, wisdom which all your adversaries will not they just will not be able. They will try but they won't be able to do it. They can't contradict it. And something that is wise in this room is talking about walking into an office and making a demand, a legitimate demand and they won't be able to contradict it. Those are the ones that people are wondering how, how after they've given it, how did you say it and it's happened? They just will not. That's the word of the Lord for you. Amen. So we turn into our prayer very quickly. I say, Father. Father. Your word says. Your word says. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom. Which all your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, I receive a mouth. I receive a voice. And I receive wisdom. Which all my adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. In the name of Jesus. Turn that to your prayer very quickly. Hallelujah. I receive it in the name that's above all names. Thank you, Jesus. There's life in this room. We are a people of life. And so the life of God in us is declared boldly and confidently. We receive it right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Wisdom and voice that there shall be no contradiction unto. Thank you, eternal Father. In Jesus' marvelous name we pray. Amen. Holy One of Israel, our help and defense. We return the honor, we return the praise, we return the glory to you. Thank you for this season. Thank you for the testimonies this morning that we didn't get blown away. And you are speaking to your people right now that this year, you will not be blown away in the name of the Lord Jesus. And we stand upon your word, O God, that the mouth and wisdom you promised us, as we have received them, we shall never lose them in the name of the Lord. We shall declare boldly, we shall declare confidently, and it shall come to pass. O Lord our God, let the virtue of healing flow forth right now. Long-term sickness that requires long-term medication. In the name that's above all names, the Lord shall release you from that in the name of the Lord Jesus. And freedom and liberty is yours forever. Oh Lord, our Father, arise. Let your enemies scatter. Let your name be glorified. Lord, as we have promised all that this will still yet be our best year. And it takes you only to make that happen. And as we have promised us already that all the men will praise this God so that there will be no struggle. So that fear will fear them. So that favor will find them. So that blessing will be multiplied. Perform all this for us in the name of the Lord Jesus. And empower us to praise you more than ever before. We give you thanks and praise Lord. Jesus' most wonderful name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah.
For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.